A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. When the state budget was signed into law, Wisconsin agriculture groups called it a good budget for farmers. And while that was a big project in the state government and for the ag industry, the work continues on. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Representative Travis Trannell chairs the Assembly Agriculture Committee. And in our monthly conversation, he tells me what other projects are beginning to take shape at the Capitol. He starts out with his thoughts on the state budget and if it checked all of his boxes. Well, I don't think you'll ever get to a point where everything's checked off, but I would certainly agree it was a great budget for agriculture. And quite honestly, it was a good budget for agriculture because everybody uh, worked so hard on it. Senator Markline was very instrumental. The Ag Coalition uh, really came together and worked well together, and the entire uh, our entire committee was pushing pretty hard. So at the end of the day, I mean, it's a product that we're very proud of. There are huge investments, investments in our export markets, uh, investments in our dairy processors, investments in our meat processors. We invested $125 million uh, in clean water through uh, PFAS contamination. So lots of good investments that will help agriculture. And then ultimately the biggest win was what we ended up calling ARIP, which is the Agricultural Road Improvement Program. When will those funds start getting distributed? When do we start seeing action from that? The DOT at the bill signing, they were hoping that they would have uh, something within six months. So hopefully uh, the program will be up and running uh, relatively soon. But to your point, we have been working on uh, this idea for probably five years. And that's the uh, my real job. I'm a dairy farmer, and that's the biggest difference between farming and being in the legislature. When you're on the farm, you know, you work hard all day and you can see the success at the end of the day and you feel like you're getting somewhere. In the legislature, sometimes you have what you think are really good ideas and you work really hard to try to figure out how to make them work. And then you just have to wait for the right opportunity. And frankly, uh, because we were in such a strong fiscal position as a state heading into this budget process, We were able to go to our colleagues, not just the colleagues from rural Wisconsin, but the colleagues from the entire state, both the cities, the suburbs and the rural areas and say, hey, you know, we're sitting on a several billion dollar surplus. If we don't invest at least one hundred and fifty million dollars into rural Wisconsin infrastructure now, when are we going to do it? And thankfully, they were uh, very receptive of that request, and we were ultimately able to get it passed through both houses uh, with bipartisan support. And thankfully, the governor uh, saw the uh, need to sign it. I imagine that you are kind of overseeing or keeping an eye on how these funds will get distributed. And I wanted to ask you if you had any details for us on how the logistics work. Tell us how rural communities can get access to this ARIP funding. Very broadly, there are 62,000 miles of town road. And if you live in rural Wisconsin, you know that a lot of those town roads aren't in great shape. If you're a farmer, you specifically know that sometimes you do more damage to your equipment on those town roads than you do when you're actually using it in the field. And so What we did was say, okay, if we fix all 62,000 miles of town road, the fiscal on that would be so high it wouldn't even be possible. So 
how can we target this money to roads that need to be fixed first? And so we came up with a way to what we kind of targeted as roads that are actually being used by agriculture, significant agricultural routes, roads that have a lot of corn, a lot of beans, a lot of meat, a lot of milk going down them. Those roads would qualify more favorably than roads that uh, aren't experiencing a lot of agricultural activity. And then the biggest thing and what separates this from other programs, the, the road has to be posted, which means that some point throughout the past year, for some reason, whether it's weight limits in the spring or the roads in such bad shape, in order to even qualify, it would have to be posted. So there's nothing in the bill that would prohibit a city or a village from applying for ARIP dollars, but everybody knows that the roads in uh, cities and villages aren't posted because they're in better shape. And so that is the biggest uh, difference between this and other programs. Uh, Also, will help forestry too, because up north forestry is a huge part of the economy, and we wanted to make sure that they qualified. So essentially, if it's a road that's posted, and there's a lot of farming taking place on that road, I would suggest that uh, town chairman apply for those projects. Keep an eye on the Wisconsin DOT for when those dollars will become available. Representative, I, I wanted to ask you now, what does your job look like in the summer? Yeah, great question. So we have a few things in our committee right now that we're working on. Uh, one of the biggest ones is uh, prohibiting a foreign adversary from acquiring agricultural or forestry land. Under current law, uh, we allow foreign land ownership up to about 600 acres. The committee is considering suggesting that we significantly dial that back. And then uh, we're also researching a whole bunch of other ideas. My office specifically is looking into renewable energy and seeing how that is going to play into agriculture in Wisconsin as we move forward. And so what we do in the summer months is sort of similar to what we do did with ARIP. You do all that behind-the-scenes research, have all the meetings with all the key stakeholders, and see if you can come up with a piece of legislation that you feel comfortable with trying to advance uh, come fall. Representative, I also wanted to ask you to comment on the Alcohol Modernization Act. It passed the Assembly. It's currently in the Senate. The Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association was not in support of the event barn provisions that were included. Those would require more stringent rules for farms that use their barns as venues, like for weddings. What were your thoughts on that? The wedding barn people were most upset because uh, they felt that the new agreement was going to limit their ability to do business. And I would acknowledge that some people are trying to take advantage of what used to be wedding barns and turn them into full-fledged businesses where they want to have events every week or every weekend of the year. They've really become more like convention centers or or wedding halls, I would say. What I liked about this legislation is it had a carve-out in it where it said, if you're legitimately a wedding barn and you're only doing a few events a year, then you can continue to operate like you've always operated. And to me, that was the original idea behind wedding barns. So you know, if you're a farmer out there and you have a, a barn that you want to host a few events in, in a year, nothing has changed for you. If you're an event venue out there and you want to have several uh, events throughout the year, then things might look a little bit different. But all in all, I think it was a good piece of legislation. And any time 
anytime you can get people to agree on alcohol laws in Wisconsin, I would say that there's more good in it than bad. There's no guarantee that it gets out of the Senate. There's also no guarantee that the governor would sign it. So it's a it's a long way from becoming law. But if it does become law, uh, at the end of the day, I think it'll be all right for everybody involved. You can learn more about the wedding barn provision debate at MidwestFarmReport.com. Just search wedding. Representative Travis Trannell giving us an update on what's happening in the state capitol concerning agriculture, including rolling out the farm road grants and reducing foreign investments of farmland. Representative Trannell chairs the Assembly Agriculture Committee. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.